0: In my dream, we were writing some kind of pop song for this comedy video, and and I I wrote the hook. I was like,
1: Listen listen to the
0: music, come on, come on, feel the groove and dance, dance, dance. Um, here I am, 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 am.
1: wandering wolf. I finally got it right. Good, good.
0: Oh God. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me, but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? Maybe I can't
1: say I'm elsewhere right
0: now. Holy fuken Let's talk turkey. Turkey. Welcome to The Wandering Wolf. I am your wandering wolf, Yoni Wolf. I did just return from New York City. New York City! That's right. Uh, Only but an hour ago. What have I been doing for the past hour? Uh, I took a shit, I jerked off, uh, and then I ate a bunch of... I ate three bananas, one apple, two hard-boiled eggs... And some goat's milk yogurt over the uh, fruit. That's a lot of fruit. <laughs> over the line. Definitely over the line. Definitely over the line. Well, uh, it was a good trip. New York, New York City. Boy, I, I tell you, it, it. I did a lot. I feel like it was a long trip. It was like eight days. Uh, I stayed with R.J. McConney, my my uh, my BFF, uh, and and uh, his his girlfriend, Eliana. Gracious hosts, wonderful hosts, wonderful hosts. Got them some flowers today on the way out. Uh, Just, you know, you got to try to say thanks somehow. Uh, Something tangible, something plucked and dying, sitting on their table, looking beautiful as it does. So I did that. Uh, I I went to two Lord concerts the first uh, couple of nights I was there. Um, met Ella Lord just the most pleasant and poised graceful gracious uh young lady that that uh, you can imagine i was I was pleased as punch to meet her and uh, she deserves all, all the uh success that she has just a just a just smart as a whip. And uh, just great vibes. Great vibes. Great performer. At the first Lord show that I went to on the Tuesday night, uh, we're hanging out up on the mezzanine, waiting for Lord to come on after the first act. And uh, I turn around, and there he is. Beautiful man. Six foot two, maybe. Maybe late 30s, early 40s. Full head of hair. Great build, nice leather jacket, nice slacks, classy black denim, I think. Something like that. Maybe like a modified Wallaby Clark style shoe, but classy. This is all my, my memory could be, it was Q-tip. It was Q-tip from A Tribe Called Quest. And I don't know if you heard the episode where I went up to Pasta uh, from De La Soul on the airplane, and and uh, voice all shaky, and it was basically part two of that. And I told him too. I said, I said, this is basically like when I met Boston who's last year. And you know, just I I I can tell you verbatim what I said because I I pretty much remember. I I always start with this kind of shit where I'm like, respect, respect, dude, respect. And then I said, um, dude, like you were my whole. You were like my whole teenage years or something like that. I grew up on you, something like that, which sounds whatever. And then I said, I said, you made me start rapping. He didn't make me start rapping. He didn't, for, he didn't put a gun to my head. But I said it like that. I, I said that sentence verbatim. You made me start rapping, dude. Respect, respect. I just, just so much respect. Just so much respect. Or something like that. He said Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. And then he found another place to stand where I wasn't, <laughs> just like Dave Chappelle did when I did that to him. This is this is what happens with me. I get I get weird. I get weird when somebody I, I respect. I, I and it's not that it's not always that I'm starstruck. Now I was starstruck. Okay, with 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 Q Tip, and I was with Pastenous Chappelle. Yeah, I was starstruck with Chappelle. Although Chappelle I would see all the time um, around the neighborhood. But still, it's, it's Chappelle. I still had a, a, a reverence maybe. Yeah, so sometimes it happens like that. Other times I think I, I just pour it on too thick. I think with, with Ella even, you know. I mean, I, I stayed cool when I met her in person, but then I went home after the first night and I write her this long, gushy email, you know, which she didn't respond to. This is the same thing I did to Mark Marin that one time. Like, I think, I guess after we did the podcast, I wrote Marin this long personal email. I ended up posting it on Tumblr. It's incredibly personal and not something that he needed to read. But for some reason, I thought, well, Mark Marin should be the, the recipient of this email. <laughs> I, it's one of these things that I, I, look and 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 the one that i wrote the other night to to ella to lord I, 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 it was a product of it being in the middle of the night and my i don't know what it is my brain gets weird i wasn't drunk i don't drink at all actually now and i wasn't high i, I just get sentimental i guess is what it is the, the words start coming and i start i just give into it i let the emotion flow i'm an emotional guy i'm a very sensitive guy you all know this Anyway, yeah, uh, and uh, hung out with, oh, lots of different people. Tao, Tao Lin did a podcast with him. I had listened to his whole audiobook. We'll get into that uh, whenever that is, next week maybe. Maybe that's next week. That's next week, I think. Uh, so we'll talk about that more. Uh, wonderful author. Hung out with Sun Lux, Ryan Lott. Did a podcast with him. And uh, that's a great one. That's a great one. And then he he and I and his wife, uh, Jen, went to uh, the Lord concert that night. And uh, I scalped a ticket. I scalped a ticket. That's something I've never done. It was exciting. It was thrilling. Uh, I, had, I was on plus one, you know, to the Lord concert. And the, the first night I brought Tao with me, but the second night... Uh, Ryan and his wife were on, so I got my plus one, uh, you know, handed to me. So I had a ticket and a VIP bracelet and I'm just sitting there like, and I, and I knew it was sold out all three nights in a row. So I go outside, uh, I tell Ryan and his wife, like, I'll be right back. I go outside. I'm like, I'm going to just make a little bit of money real fast. (laughs) And you know, There's sure enough, there's just these like big guys, like three big guys, like two black guys, one white guy. None of them look like they would hang out with each other. You know, I think it was like one African-American guy, one um, East Indian guy and one like straight New York white guy like started walking quickly towards me, you know, like trying to advance past each other, race each other towards me. You got, a, you got a ticket to, you, scop, you selling a ticket? You selling a ticket? You got a ticket? Uh, and the guy that reached me first, which was like the, the biggest guy, maybe he had the longest legs, you know, he, I, I say, yeah, yeah, how much? 20 bucks, he says. Now I, I don't know how much tickets were for this concert, okay? Much less the VIP band, but I knew... That people were paying for the VIP bands because there's like the mezzanine area and the side stage area that you had to pay to be in those zones. So I, I knew it was worth my, but I didn't. I don't. I didn't want to haggle, so I said forty. How about forty? Immediately he said yes. I should have said a hundred. I should have said a hundred, but whatever. I said forty. That's you know that was basically what it cost me. Yeah, that's what it cost me to go to the airport today in the cab. Uh, I got that paid for by uh, that guy, who then turned around and sold it for $150, i am sure. And, okay, so the other reason, uh, or the main reason that I was in New York, was to be a part of this documentary uh, about urban dance. So a woman, a podcast listener, actually, hit me up uh, a while ago and asked me if I would be like the Bourdain, for lack of a better comparison, of her documentary, okay? So, she follows me around talking to dancers, uh, talking to people that know about dance, taking dance classes, et cetera, et cetera, interacting with these, with these people and learning about the origins and innovations of, about urban dance. So, we, we, we started, we, we did, we did a couple interviews, uh, I I took a dance class, and we'll see. Now Adzu goes back where she lives in in Paris and tries to get funding. She edits like a teaser together and tries to get funding, and if she does, uh, then we'll make this movie. And I'll travel around and uh, ask people questions, which I love doing, Uh, and take some dance classes, which which, uh, would be great. I, I, took a, I took one and it was intense. It was a break dancing class uh, taught by one of the dancers that I met at Fright. And it was so hard. I, I started feeling faint many times during it, uh, which make, makes me think I should get my blood checked because it could be low, because uh, I've had that before when, it, when I've been low. Anyway, uh, so I did a bunch of that. And that was great. And then just, you know, hung out with a few people, uh, had dinner with my uncle, et cetera, et cetera. Good times, New York City. I don't, I, I, I hasten to say I love you, you know. Uh, I, I, I might say L U V, the letter U, like a, a, a a less committal version. Love you, love you, (laughs) love you, you know, but, I have a love. I don't hate New York, but it, it's it is it did too much for me a lot of times. So I have a love, tolerate, intimidate relationship with New York City. But it, there's definitely no there's there are no moments of boredom there. There is no boredom in New York. It's not possible. It's not possible. Uh, that's kind of cool. And I, I you know I wrote some lines here and there. It's easy to kind of write when you're on the train watching people and stuff like that, for me at least. So maybe I'll, I'll spend some more time there. I, I talked to RJ about that, the idea of possibly uh, spending, you know, a little bit of, of uh, quality time there. All right, well, enough about me, enough about my New York trip, but, I, you know, I like, I like to uh, keep you updated on my life because, oh, you care so much. Uh, not. Remember that? Not. Psych, nah, psych, nah. Well, uh Well, today it, it, we're, we're going to listen to a conversation I had with my new friend, old acquaintance, new friend. I want to put it that way. I think through this conversation we became friends, Moshe. Right? Can we ha- we can hang now? Right? I can just give you give you a call. We go. We can have a coffee or something. Right? I always like to think that. That's how I am. I get close to people and I, and then I really I have feelings for them, you know? It was a good talk that we had. I think you'll like it. There's a lot of sex talk. There's a lot of stuff like that and he's funny. You're going to enjoy this. You're going to enjoy this as much as I did and as much as I did listening to it this past week while I edited. This is Moshe Kasher, an incredible comedian. Uh we had a why that is had a concert in Milwaukee. I noticed that that Moshe was performing in Madison um the night before and the night of, I think, too. He did like a three, four day run that was all sold out. Completely sold out. We went a day early, uh went to Madison for Matt Meldon's birthday and went and saw Moshe. And he fucking destroyed. It was it was I I, I want to do I want to do stand up someday. Honestly, I watch these kind of guys, and I don't. I, I try not to say that in front of a, in front of a stand up because they're like, okay, yeah, fuck you. And I, you know, somebody saying to me like, I I want to try rapping. I'd like to try rapping. I'd like to try to write. Then fucking do it. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Fine. But I, I feel like I, I feel like I have an affinity towards that kind of thing. I like talking. I like being funny. The thing is is I don't know that I could ever do it in such a packed punch-packed way. Moshe just basically every sentence elicits laughter from the whole audience. I don't understand how you do that. There's like it's just beat after beat of laughter. And it still leaves you feeling like you know, you, you, uh, there's a bit, a bit of profundity there too. And not too much. It's not heavy-handed. Not only that, but he wrote a book called Casher in the Rye, okay, which, which I listened to uh, on the way up. Did not get all the way done before we had the conversation, but got a good way through so I got an idea what it was. Uh, the other thing that he does that I'm a huge fan of uh, and know about probably more than any of his other endeavors is is uh, endeavors is his podcast called the Champs podcast that he does with Neil Brennan and they used to do it with the Wandering Wolf alum Doug Pound DJ Doug Pound Doug Lussenhop I still don't know if I'm saying that right Lussenhop Lussenhop that I would say that that right now is my favorite podcast at the moment. I really feel like I have friends when I listen to Moshe and Neil and and their guests. I feel loved. All right, well, I, I don't want to keep talking too long. I, I have more to say, honestly, uh, about the New York trip uh, and everything, but maybe we can s- let it sink in and talk about it next week and see where we're at. I just... Uh, I, I don't want to go into it right now. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, so, all right. Well, let's get into this conversation with Mister Moshe Kasher. What's this? Oh, this is your. That's your yeah. nicotine dab. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> My dab. Juice dab. How do you start, man? Oh, I, I just sort of started. We start talking. You don't do an intro? No, I do an intro. You hey, I, I, you're tuned into the Lone Wolf podcast. The yeah, Wandering Wolf. Yeah, that. <gasps> Coming to you live from Madison, Wisconsin. Something like that. I'll use that.
0: This is interesting. This is a new culture. It's, yeah, this is so nicotine,
1: nicotine juicing right now for the listener at home. It looks so sketch, right? It looks way sketchier than stuffing some weed into a vaporizer. But you know, nothing looks sketchier than actual dabs. I've never seen an actual dab. I've smoked one, but I've never, like, I've seen it in the thing. Blowtorch. Really? Like, thing of, like, gelatinous honey kind of thing with a metal prod that you... But you do all that... I thought you just buy the cartridge.
0: Or is that the wax?
1: That might be wax. I'm not okay. a weed smoker. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I went... We had Action Bronson on my uh, podcast. And I he's like, listened to that, yeah. He's like Dab's man. You yeah. Know? And he just... I mean, it was crazy. Is it like a bong? It's like a bong, except that the bowl is metal. Uh-huh. And... I mean, I guess some bowls can be metal, but this bowl is like heavy metal. Uh-huh. It's like Slayer. Okay. So the bowl is Slayer, right? The band, the whole band of yes, Slayer in the bowl. Each one of them holding their hands up, and you put it. No, it's metal, and you take like a blowtorch, and you yeah. torch the metal bowl so it's like white hot. Then you take the goop, and you put it on this metal prod, and it's, and then you touch the goop
0: to the metal of the bowl. Okay. And dude was saying. Um, and he's like he's like the preeminent spokesman for Dab. That's right. That, like that's he is the
1: Snoop. What Snoop Dogg was to the traditional plant-based, yes. God-given, jaw-given marijuana. <laughs> Action Bronson is to the chemically induced butane.
0: But is it? I mean, what what exactly is it? Not to go off on this tangent, but like, is it more or less like? oil is it like the the you know how they'll do the concentrated oil no it's like goop it's like okay. hash okay it's like, like hash
1: butane hash oil right but they do some weird thing where they put it in a centrifuge but okay. I'm not a weed smoker so right. i just this is all second how
0: long has it been since you do, have you not touched anything so I haven't got'm I'm, I'm, where I'm at you're about 14 right now. Oh, you're, and you're... I'm listening... I listen to the audiobook all day. Oh, today. cool. You just... You, you you, just got kicked out of uh, Stonebridge, Staybridge. Oh, Newbridge. Newbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for being a, a the, sh- It was a the shithead. opposite of Staybridge. It was Leavebridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get uh, out of bridge. So that's, that's sort of where I'm at. So I don't know... It, you know, I'm sure there's a summation at the end where you're like, and I never touched this <laughs> stuff again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll yeah, find m- out. music swells. Yeah, I'll, cool. I'll listen on the way back. Let me ask you we'll this. See. Yeah,
1: yeah. Did you illegally download my audiobook? No, I legally downloaded it. Off you purchased audiobook, it? Oh, is it your free book? That's my free book. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because that shit was
0: like $25. Dude, I, I hear like, you. I, I wouldn't have cared if you had illegally downloaded it. I, I would have no idea how to illegally download it. That's the thing. Really? I'm not. I don't. I don't torrent and shit. I, I I I have. I used to torrent. I had a friend that set it all up on my computer, though. And, my, and I got a new computer, and I haven't had that. You seem happen, like so. a dude that would know your. No, way I don't. I don't run a torrent. I don't know my. I don't know. I'm not very good at the internet. That's fine. Well, um, what's what's happening? It just it peaked for a second, but I, I, it's probably a constant. Um, I don't. I'm not very good at the internet. Don't fuck with consonants, dude. No, I. I, I, I oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good conversation. But but no. But have you been sober then since you were like a teenager and you just never? I have. Yeah. Since I was. You f- didn't drink or nothing? No. You I was. You don't have one cheat day a year?
1: No. I wish I did. You know. I'm now. I'm 34 years old. So are you? Yeah. Right. I've been in. I've been clean and sober since I was 15. I went to rehab for the last time when I was 15. Okay. And That's coming up. Sorry? It's coming up in my listened in, in the book. Oh, fifteen's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to ruin the book. Well, there's no ruin in the book. I mean, you know I don't smoke, so there, yeah. there we go. But um, what's weird... I, I don't know the vibe of this podcast. Is it comedy or is it the
0: real? It can, it, it's is it's it real talk or it's, fake talk. It's real talk. It's yeah. real talk. You don't have to make jokes. You just be be yourself. But you're funny anyway. So I you do don't what be I funny. can. Yeah. Um,
1: so what happened was. I don't talk about this a lot. Yeah. So this is a real exclusive. Yeah. Lone Wolf exclusive. It's not Lone Wolf <laughs> exclusive.
0: Wandering. But we oh. try... <laughs> I, we, can't, oh, I can't get it right. We try to... We, we here at the Wandering We do, we do try to get to uh, down some layers. Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, how many listeners you got? I got to decide if it's worth it for me to uh, try to listen. Not, not that many. Yeah. Not, not, not like you No, no, no. Come on. You got to give it. You got to give it. just
1: kidding. Um... So, I'm 34 now. Yes. So, I spent from age 15 until probably 30. So, that's 15 15 years. Yeah. Deeply in 12-step groups. Okay. And um, like a real... It was like a real... It was like a real ideological backbone of my life. And to some degree still is even having... Even in hindsight, it still does inform a lot of the way that I conduct myself in the world. Yeah. But I'm not really involved in it anymore. And everybody I know, pretty much everybody with a few exceptions, that I got sober with and was sober with for many years. Like there was this whole clique of us in um, Oakland that all kind of got sober young and we would do, you know, 12-step and we would go to con- young people's conventions support each and, other for yeah it, and it was village. like a very intense like you know because you you start the thing about 12-step groups i have a lot to say about them but one of the things especially when you're young is you start to create this narrative of uh vitality so you create this narrative where we're all on this vital journey together we're all a family and we're helping each other and mm-hmm. without us there. Uh, and every pretty much without exception, every one of those people is, stopped being sober—not just stopped going to meetings. And so I, I haven't been to a 12 star meeting in years.
0: You—you, uh, I mean, you, you, I mean, you don't—you say you don't think it works. I mean, it, it, it does uh, work. Yeah, it seems like it works. No, I think it does yeah. work, but it's got this built-in
1: claw. This built-in clause where you have to, like. Uh, I didn't plan on talking about this, but it's got this, like, built-in clause where, like, you kind of have to be in the belief system in order for it to really feel like it's uh, uh, meaningful years later. Can you think about Would it? Would you say it's something like faith? I guess it's faith. Yeah, it's, it, it, this part of it is faith. Uh, but you, you have—it it seems different than faith when you're in it because you think that it's this, like— uh, this and I don't think this isn't true. I just think that the, the p- part of it that I thought was true is true in a different way. But like when you're in a 12-step group, you're like actively in it and mm-hmm. you have a belief system that goes along with it. You go, okay, the only way for me to stay sober and be happy is to be in this. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to stay in this is to stay active and to help other people that are coming up behind me. Right. So that has a reciprocal kind of, Feedback loop where you are helping people, and by helping new people join, you you're are helping yourself you, too. You're staying and you're helping right, yourself, right? So you st- and but you have this like b- a big brother's big sister's program, yeah, exactly, sort like of that, yeah. yeah. But you have this um, belief about it that that what you're doing is life and death. You're saving people's lives, and in so doing, you're you're actively long term saving your own life. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I haven't been, like I said, I haven't been to a meeting in a long time, so that idea starts to dissipate. My point is, why I brought this up is, it's not been years since I've been doing, since I've been to meetings, and I still don't, I'm still clean and sober, but the reason that I stay clean and sober becomes, like, smaller and smaller in the rear view. When you're in it actively, you're going, there's a guy who needs help, I'm here, this is powerful, I must be here, blah, blah, blah. When you don't go, you go. I don't. I don't get high because I don't. I just haven't done it for a long time. It might be a bad idea. The, the, yeah. The the stakes become lowered the longer, further away you get from.
0: You know what I'm saying. I, how do you mean they get lowered? I mean, it seems like they'd be higher since there's more years behind it. I'm just saying, like when you're in it, you
1: are creating the stakes, right? You're, in, you're actively involved in this. You're going, this is vital. This is life or death. If I don't stay in these meetings, I won't be happy. If I don't help other people, I won't be able to stay. I'm here to save lives. Uh-huh. The reason I'm sober is to help other people. And then when you stop going to meetings, then you go, all that life save, help other people. In a, you,
0: well, it sounds to me like it just became more about your own your own person and, and caring right. for yourself enough to know that that's not what you need to right. do. Right. But that said... 34 years old almost 20 years away from
1: the last time I got high the this is what I need to do narrative seems like it has less value. Does that make sense? Like, I, I look I at guess, other dudes I mean, in my life who get high and I go well, i seem fine.
0: So you're saying that you're, you're inching towards like I could try it and be okay. I don't think I'm saying that. I
1: think I'm saying that I don't get high but if you were to say why don't you get so why don't you After all these years, why don't you try it? I don't have a great answer anymore. Right. Other than it's the way I live my life. I've seen a million of my friends fuck their shit all up. We all have seen that. Yeah. And... So this is just the way that it is now, and maybe one day it won't be like that anymore. Maybe one day, maybe I'll stay sober and for the rest of my life. I don't know. But
0: how will you know that it w- won't be like that? You can't. You know, you never you, know. You don't that's, want to take that risk. There's no fucking that's, reason that's to take great, that risk. That's the great mind fuck, right? Because right? there's no, there's not too much reward with that risk. I mean, you can have a fun time in yeah. a way, but it's not like, like as you know, as someone that does smoke weed, like it's not like. You know I mean it is what it is You know what it is I like, know I'm saying It's so. cool but it's not the Be all end all Isn't it No it's, it's not It's pretty cool But that's from That's from a drug addict You know what I'm saying Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not Like you know what I'm saying Like So I guess that The fact that you feel that way No it is cool It is cool Don't give me I'm wrong I'm just saying like,
1: And this is all theoretical You know But like one of the great joys in the world. There are many great joys. Sex is one of them. Food is one of them. Touch is one of them. You know, child rearing, pet rearing, nature okay. rearing. I'm just saying, having a pet. Sounds. I'm trying to be deep, man. No, I, I hear you. I know you got that. <laughs> you got a street. Sorry. a street twang to your voice, but I'm trying to like. <laughs> I'm trying to bring profundity to no, this I, 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 wandering wolf. I finally got it right. Good, good. So these, so the these things bring pleasure in life. These Go are some on, of the great on. pleasures, right? Yes. And one of them is certainly drinking and getting high so then you go so the reason that I'm not gonna partake in one of life's great pleasures is yeah like you said it's a risk right. it's a gamble and you go so I'm gonna stay sober for the rest I'm not gonna have a glass of wine for the rest of my life because I'm like well let's not hedging my bets over here yeah 15 years old and hedging my bets that I, ba- I made these bets when I was
0: right see and th- that, 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 that that is a, there is a question that as a as a grown man, you may be able to handle it, right? We could say that. I'm not, and I'm not trying to. You don't worry towards that whole scene.
1: I'm only playing this game with you because it's one that I've played in my mind a million times. Got you, got you. And I'm still sober. Yeah. Day after day, year after
0: year, I've been having this dialogue. I'm still, yeah. still doing it. But it's working for you, like it's that shit. Ultimately, is grimy, like you know what I mean? Like, I, it's
1: true. We all have friends, and that's the, the other thing. Is you go. Well, what's... It is... I mean, we all have friends who just have destroyed... Either destroyed their lives completely
0: or just, like, became losers. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I mean, everybody I mean you, know, you know that if, like, you know... You say, like, okay, I, I could try weed or try a glass of wine. You're going to want to try... Like, I'm going to just try acid again. You know, I'm going to try this and that. You know... Now, acid... Let me say this.
1: I would love to be able to take psychedelic. Like, if you're asking me... Do I think drinking and getting high is a good idea? The answer still feels like a no. Yeah. But do I think taking acid once a year, eating mushrooms once a year, smoking some DMT, is that a good idea?
0: I honestly think the answer is yes, if you, especially if you do it like on like, like a on a journey, like on some like I, like ayahuasca or whatever, with the, you, yeah. know, you know, some one of these things. that's, so like shamanic, you, you and some other white people, you know, <laughs> yeah, that go to the anti- jungle, yes, and,
1: yes, and, and, and cr- take the culture of another <laughs> yes. and have a spiritual yes. experience, yes, yeah. But the problem is, it's like a seal, you know, it's like a once you, <clears throat> yeah, it's like a it's like a a, a narwhal, yeah. Um, Narwhal Once you once you, seal,
0: I, once you break the seal. Once you break the seal you're you're done though. Yeah. It's like yeah. uh it's like uh But see uh, I don't have that. You don't have that. No, Cause I like I did acid in high school and and just after and like for me if I did acid one day and I was starting to come down and be like, oh like I loved it, but like, oh thank god I'm coming down. Like they think you're misunderstanding what I'm you're not I think what I'm saying is something slightly different. Yeah. You're right.
1: I, I actually think acid is not addictive. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a revolutionary thing to say. I don't think acid is addictive. So I think that I could do acid with impunity and it wouldn't really damage my life in any way. What I'm saying is since I've had this unbroken streak of sobriety since I was 15, if I were to take acid that is not addictive and would not damage my life, I would have broken that streak. So then the idea like, well, should I just start smoking? Should I just start drinking? That wouldn't seem as taboo. Right, right.
0: It's like like prostitution. Especially if you're using that 12-step terminology where it's like, okay, well, now I have to start over on my years and days and shit like that. So it's like, fuck it. I might as well have a glass of wine. See what that's like. Right, right. That said, man, a lot of my friends who started
1: doing that, a lot of them are fine. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just fucked up. A lot of them are, some of them are real fucked up. Yeah. Some of them are pretty fucked up. Some of them are fine. It's
0: a a mind fuck. How many friends do you have that are are from? Do you have? Do, are you still close to anybody that were from those wild days? Yeah, yeah, I am. Some of my some of, I'm still yeah. Some of those people from the stories.
1: Oh, from back in the day. Yeah, back I'm saying in the from, from those days. Like, Uh, no, I'm not really. Okay. One, the dude Donnie in the book. Yeah, Donnie. I still I am friends with. He's him. got a different name, I assume. He does have a different yeah. name. Where, where are you from? Cincinnati. You. W- you got this street thing I like I like it street, <laughs> I relate to it
0: but you got a, kind of A twang I'm into the it ja- Oh my, my voice uh, Yeah I, I, I don't know Where that comes from I, I You know I went to school With black kids And yeah. I always wanted To be black Me like, too just man like Join the club <laughs> And uh, it's stuck and, I, and it's not something That You got a good voice That goes away Well You're thank not you shit. You got a good thank voice Thank you uh, You know it, it was It was really just a way of, of trying to not be Fucked with You know what I mean Yeah and, uh, Wait, were you hard when you were a kid? Uh, no, no, no. I was not hard. I, I, was, I was nerdy. Like, but like, I, I, I just tried to do everything I. Could. I was fat. And I tried to do everything I could to not stick out. You know what I mean? That so, book, like, my, my book must have been resonating. Oh yeah, on multiple it, all, it, all, it all, it all, made sense. So I, you know, <laughs> I had, I had my forty nine ers starter. Yeah, like, Josiah totally. had a, uh, a Raiders starter uh he got he had fucked in his... the whole bay he got fucked yeah or oh, your brother well this was LA though i guess at the time oh, right or you grew up in LA no cincinnati I wasn't see. it LA raiders at the time that's what yeah I, that's right That's yeah. why i was thought but raiders
1: always was like gangster shit right
0: right right yeah, like Actually, there's, a docu- a, you know. there's a
1: documentary uh 30 for 30 and yet, which i haven't watched yet but it's directed by ice cube okay you know the famous comedic uh, comedic actor ice cube yeah, yeah. for the family the family actor Ice yes, Cube. I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Uh from from such hits as uh, Are We There Yet? Are We There Yet too, Uh who, who and Ride I, Along?
0: Who was I just hearing do uh it was on your podcast, man. Somebody was doing uh uh him directing. It was really funny. Oh, is that right? Stand over right here. yeah, it's oh like, the funniest uh, shit actually. Did
1: I talk about this on the podcast? The funniest I don't know. shit is there's know. this uh, you know who the Eames uh the Eames yes. chair is? Yeah. So there's this house in uh, L.A. called the Eames House. It's okay. a house that they designed. Uh, they went from chair to house. <laughs> and there's this series of videos on You guys, everybody listening should Google this. It's Ice Cube talking about the Eames House. Okay. And it's like L.A. hits or, you know, L.A. secrets. And Ice Cube is like, now before I got into gangster rap, my main interest was design architecture. And he's <laughs> like, shut up, Ice Cube. Get, oh my God! Get out of here! Industrial yeah. design, the lines. I was like, no, he wasn't. Maybe <laughs> it is wasn't. he reading a script? Is this somebody I, like? Maybe he's basically. The truth. You know the thing about Ice Cube is that It's he, possible. Yeah, he wasn't hard. Right, right. They, they say like an art school kid or I'm something. Sure, he like, would beat yeah. me up for saying that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's what they say. They say of the of NWA, Ice Cube was like a, a kid from a good school, okay. with good parents. Easy E was a bad a bad boy. Okay, they say. Okay, I don't know about the other dudes. Dr. Dre, he was a musician, right? And Ice Cube wrote all the raps. Okay, you know that you must know. that. I, I
0: did know that he wrote the raps. Right, yeah. and that's yeah. why because he was the he was writer. Artistic, yeah, yeah. yeah. He do Interesting, yeah. Huh? He might have been. He might have been into Eames, man.
1: He might have. Yeah. I had a chair at the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying before before *Confidence* most wanted. I was sitting on chairs I was sitting on different chairs You know <laughs> It was uh, You know I'm all about this uh, Design scheme You know what I mean Architecture madman. You feel me You know <laughs> Mahogany Oak Various woods <laughs> Now mahogany Has got a lot of give it's to it It's
0: a harder wood It's <laughs> like I'm a harder dude Yeah Google it you're, you're You're in a relationship now Got a girl Yeah Yeah And that's a first for you First time and, and and it feels like home. Does it feel eh, good or No, it's not my natural state to no. be. I'm I'm a wandering
1: wolf. Right, right. You you know know what there's what mean? a second use of the correctly. I'm not gonna get it until I get it. Yeah. Um sometimes my dick gets hard like monog monogamy <laughs> Monogamy. <laughs> monogamy would no um I feel like um I feel like you can be single too long and I felt like right before I got into this relationship I had this realization like it's now or never if I don't do something to change this it will be like this I will get into such a deep um, pathological groove with like singleness and being alone and autonomy that I will never break out of it and um, so lucky for me you know I found somebody at that time that was cool enough and, and, and hot enough, who pussy tight enough, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, like, that I could hang out with her and not f- freak out. I mean, maybe it's like when the master's ready, the teacher appearance type of thing or whatever. Yeah. But I was starting to feel like, dude, if I don't pull, if I don't pull out of this, I will never. Because I like the, the pussy, thing. you mean? Yeah, but if I don't pull out of this pussy, I'm never going to pull out till I bust. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was starting to think, uh... I was starting to think, yeah, I just like being alone. Confirmed bachelor. Yeah, well, that means gay. Yeah. Dude, I mean gay. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I like being alone. I do, man. I like to have these... At the end, it was like I would have these girls at the end. It's like my, my using. But it was... It would get to this point where it was starting to be so transactional. I would have these girls come over. Like, I would be at the house. I'd be texting, come over. They'd come over We'd have sex. They'd bounce. It, it stopped even being, you know, because when you're a young man, you go, okay, well, I, will go hang out with them, you yeah. know, and then you, so once in a while, you meet somebody
0: cool, even if it wouldn't be a relationship. You go, oh, but like, you're you know, gonna, but you, you start, you start to uh, pare down yeah. on that. You have to, you, you start to get into a mode where you're like, you know what. And especially when you, you can talk like you do, and, and, and I, I, I can, I can right, talk. Got that gift again. And, and, and you get to a point where you compare it all down to the, the, ascent, the bare essential interaction. Yeah. Which is sexual. For, I mean, which is like if you start to really think about it for yourself. And P.S., the internet came along. And the internet, oh,
1: every year, I feel like, there's this rule of the internet that the internet has become, that every decade or something, or every five years, every two years, something weird. I think it is. I think it's every two years. The size, and this has continued to be true. And people say, if it continues on this path, then miracles beyond what we can technological miracles beyond what we can imagine will will manifest themselves. That every two years, the size of the computer the size of the of the computer chip shrinks by uh, half. Okay. So you know, you had your supercomputer IBM. It was a warehouse. So that shrinks by half. At two years later, that shrinks by half. Until now, we're at this point where we have these microchips, and they're so small. And if it continues to get half and half and half, but in twenty in fifty years, things are going to be like
0: fucking nano chips. And, and you realize, and what's happening is, as that gets smaller, the the internet universe expands. The background right. radiation of the of the internet is expanding oh, at yeah. exponentially. As we Similar speed, actually, yeah. probably to that getting smaller. We're going to have a singularity of fucking totally. But I wasn't going to make a point that profound. Yeah, I was
1: going to say. I can't we, help it. This, I know you're a deep dude. You're a deep wolf. But the uh, the ability to have the sexual connectivity of the internet has similarly evolved. So every two years, it's like a new level of like transactional sexuality. That right, and I was like. You know, it just
0: becomes like bling bling, like on all the different sides. I mean, now, I, I never got into the real foul shit that that it seems like you get. Like, the, I mean, the deep corners of the Craigslist and all that well, kind Craigslist of stuff. Craigslist was rough, but it was more. But I'm saying, like, was that only because like okay, Cupid wasn't in existence. Okay, Cupid and, did not exist, at and that Tinder point. and all this kind of shit. Right. No, right. I mean that wasn't. It's not even that foul.
1: It's, it's okay, Cupid, it. but now Tinder. I mean, how fucking crazy is that? How transactional has sex become? You literally yeah. swipe to yeah. the left. It's crazy. I'll fuck. I won't crazy. fuck. I'll fuck. I won't fuck. I'll no. fuck. I'll, right. I mean, that's and and then you know, pretty soon it's going to be. You like your room
0: hot? Oh, yeah, it's I can hot it down. I know I don't mind. I don't mind, man. Well, right. man, yeah. Just between me and you, and I'm not putting this on there. I, I, it's gotten crazy for me. I, I, I. Why I'm not? The thing is, no, is I try on, not to. On, before you say what you're because they, saying, they're going to hear them shit. How you going to try to? Because it it's in the past for you. That's why. Because not, now you got Now you're like this wholesome guy, and you're going to. I'm not fucking, wholesome, dude. You're you're with one lady and all this, but just just in the past. But and I try to not have penis in vagina sex at all. Not at all. But like, because I, I there might be someone next door. I'm not positive to have sex with. No, I'm saying oh. maybe you shouldn't. Talks A aloud. little quiet. Sorry. I mean, I think. I don't know. I, I have a loud voice. Um, I, I try not to do that because I know generally it's going to be a pretty uh, short-lived thing. No, exactly. And then you get to this age where you,
1: like, you start going, I would have these, this sex with these women. And I would go, oh, my God. If I got you pregnant, I would have to hang out with you on some level. Right. For the rest of my life, right, like a nightmare. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, like a nightmare. But you, but like, I see. I go for these very young, innocent, like girls that, like, I just, I, I, I. I there's a guilt thing that go. Like, I. It seems like you're going for some. You, I mean, not going for went for some pretty other kind of shit. Like more into some other shit. What do you what? This story with the you say I, I have no shame in my game.
1: No, fat that, girls, do, do you You like big girls. I like fat girls, like but I girls? like skinny girls. I like yeah. it all. Yeah. But I do have a thing. I do like. There is a thing out there, for big girls. Yeah. Something, but my girl now is my, she's not my big at all. Is, she's beautiful. She's, yeah.
0: I mean, not the big is not beautiful. <laughs> That's the, oh, that, <laughs> i, I take bad. that back. I take that back.
1: No, she forget big and not. She's very very small. Yes. She's, yes. she's like yes. ninety eight pounds. Yeah. But there's some, there is something that I do like about a big girl. Just,
0: girl, just eat another, eat, eat more, eat more.
1: I mean, it's not on that low. That to me is so weird. That, that kind yeah. of like feeder shit. That's a thing. You know what I mean? That's you a thing that people have heard about that. No, yeah, they I like to feed these thing. girls and make them big. And oh my god, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. But um, yeah, it becomes really transactional, and then I, and then yeah, you realize that sex has these crazy consequences.
0: Yeah, I just feel I just. So what? Moving. So
1: oh, you can't. You're not gonna leave any of this in. Oh, fuck, man. I mean, I, I'll, I'll I'll leave it in. I'll no, leave don't it in. leave it in. Not for me. I, no, How I just feel like. For me? But no, it's. So I, wait, well, I have a, the, I have this honesty thing too, where I like I like to be completely transparent. But transparent. Now, you know? now I'm curious. You're saying you don't. You bring. You, you tell them to come over, and you just they just suck your dick and bounce.
0: No, it's not like It that, sounds like a like,
1: baby like Suck that. my dick Like, you know You just mess around so yeah. Hey, I'm a progressive dude But suck my dick And then bounce <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> No, because I mean I, 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 it, it might just be like I'll eat their pussy You know what I mean? Like Sure, sure Because I like doing that like, But you then you not Get your dick sucked You do that a lot Maybe both Maybe whatever You do that a lot though You just eat their pussy And tell them goodnight? I would <laughs> Have you ever?
0: <laughs> I think I have I think I have
1: No, but I... Yeah. No, it's interesting what you... I, I don't know how much you're going to cut out of this. And feel free to cut as much I, as you, you want. You know,
0: I, f- I feel like... I feel like I have a thing where it's like... I should be... I'm not trying to pull wool over any anybody's eyes. That's the thing. Isn't that
1: the great... That I relate to... We're like this very, very similar. But I had this fundamental um, conflict. Because I'm a progressive dude. Raised in a feminist household. I respect women. And then... But when it came to sex... What I wanted was... I just wanted to be served. You want to get off. Yeah. I mean, not that I didn't like... I, I love eating pussy. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm not saying I didn't care about them getting off, but I wasn't... I wanted them to get off, but that would help me get off.
0: I mean, that was... Right, that was right. It's, it's ultimately me yeah. eating a girl's pussy is because it, it makes me really horny when a when a girl gets off. Yeah, so it wasn't that. It wasn't like... I'm, it's not, I'm not Mother Teresa. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just saying Like,
1: I wanted to be like... I just didn't want... I wanted you to come over and let's have sex and I'll call you when I decide to call you again. Right, right. And that's like some player shit. Right. But I don't... I don't think of it like that. It used to bother me. I used to be so defensive when people... All these girls would be like, oh, he's a player. And I'd be like, I'm not a fucking player because a player disrespects women. I respect
0: women. I just... But then I was like... Ultimately, your actions, you know, speak louder than than whatever you say. Yeah, and I I, I struggle with that myself because I like like women a lot. I like, you know... I, I have a drive towards phys- physical affection with with girls. Like Me too. I like it, and like I, you know, and I, I, I am not drawn to like to be with one girl like for a long to- periods of time. I, hear I want you. it to happen. I want to wow. feel. I want to feel something. I'm not judging you at all. I know. I know. I don't feel judged. I, I want to. I want to. You know, have one of those same situations where I, where I hang out with a girl and mess around, and then it's like, oh, this is like you know something, some spark goes off, and like this is it. Well, you know, I'll tell you this. This might be bad news. It might be good news.
1: But with my girl, I love her. I hope this. I I, I don't know if this would. No, I don't think this would hurt her feelings. I never felt. It's not like I, I ever felt like Amelie, right? Or. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not, and I don't think that's in the cards for me. With like some kind of like sleepless in Seattle type mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that does exist for some people. But I actually think that it's that myth, mythology that creates people like us on some to some degree. You know, it's like I'm keep waiting around like, oh well, it's supposed to be like, you know, this that I read this book. Do you ever read the The Road Less Traveled by uh, M. Scott Peck? Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. uh it was this crazy like it was a kind of a life-changing book and usually self-help books don't do i usually i'm not feeling any of them but it's it's all about love and it talks about how like when when most of us in the in the world talk about i want i want to be in love or i'm in love what we're really talking about falling in love we're really talking about the feeling of falling in love we're not talking about love we're talking mm-hmm. about the feeling which is really kind of a like uh, uh, fancily decorated lust. Mm-hmm. It's a chemical, mm-hmm. it's that kind of heart-pumping drug-like I got to be around you. I'm sure you've experienced that with girls.
0: Yeah, I had I had uh, I had that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. so then you know, that kind of like, oh, that b-
1: butterflies and where is she and I'm but that goes away. Right. It just does. It can't cuz that's a chemical thing that's happening in your brain and it goes away. And then for dudes like you and me, it's even possible that it's not even going to come anymore. That's so- how it's- how did you? How did you know that you wanted to be hanging out with this person and have them as your? Because she was dope, and right, and I and I loved being around her, and I loved loved hanging out with her, and she didn't annoy me, which was like right. That's a big thing. Yeah, that was on some like I I like uh, uh, like anybody, not just a girl, but like it, it, no, we could say it's a girl because it's not sexist, because I think maybe this is equivocation, but it's about. Person that you're spending your romantic yeah, energy. Yeah, maybe right. If you were a gay dude, it was the yeah. same. It would be the same kind of thing. Fine. A, a
0: girl will will turn me off, or or like make me just not want to hang around her. Like b- b- very small things. Oh, absolutely. Very small things. Like her. Like mm-hmm. you know, like the, the way she laughs. Or, I know. or yeah, like I'm have to listen to her laugh for the rest of my life. Yeah, or or whatever. Like uh, feet. If she got bad feet, like for real, or yeah. you're like that, yeah, that's real funny. Like this dude, you know Russell Peters is. I, I heard that episode. <laughs> yeah, I listen to all your shit. man.
1: <laughs> that's shit yeah. blew my mind. I can relate to that because he I he said a ten in every other way, but she had nasty I, feet and he couldn't do it. I
0: feel the same way, man. A like 10,
1: she's dope in every other way. I, you know what the problem is? Yeah, there's always a feet. You know what I mean? Every girl has a feet. Right. My girl has a feet. You know, but, she's got very nice
0: feet. But but I'm saying, but you're saying like a thing that always, you know, every every I but this I but this is a part of a, a woman that I sexualize. So it's like it is it, the same as like if her if her titties were not not you know not, proper.
1: not proper. Let's say for example, her titties wasn't proper. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm a progressive dude. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying this is another part no, of her body that I sexualize. But forget her. Body. I mean, there's always going to be something. Yeah, and, and you have a feet. You know oh, I, mean? I have So many feet. Yeah, you got yeah. mad feet. Mad feet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not even, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. not trying to say this like I'm some kind of relationship expert. I'm not. What I am an expert on is uh, being a dude that's a mess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an expert of that. Yeah. I've done that for many years and know those feelings and uh, know what I, I... I don't think I'm past it. I do not think I'm past it. I think that I... I got ready for something and I fell into the right groove, met the right girl at the right time that I was ready to try something different. Uh-huh. It's not my natural state to the, to this day. To this
0: day. Uh-huh. So you do you still feel like do you like say you're out on a, you know, I don't know if she's going to hear this or not, but say you're out, you know, in, in on a string of shows like like this and you and there's some big girls and you and you <laughs> you're talking to them like I mean there was a big girl at the show. I saw her. Like, and she I grabbed my dick Oh, really? You're talking about that girl sitting like backstage? I mean, like, um, after, like... Yeah, she grabbed my dick. I and saw I a girl like, talking
1: to you Not. I, I... just <laughs> was like... All I could do is be like... And maybe this Were means, you hard? I mean, after, it definitely moved. She, once she grabbed it, it moved? Yeah, any girl yeah. grabbed it. But yeah, maybe this means... Maybe this means I've come a long way. Like, my response was very... Like okay 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 yeah yeah I mean, you know but, what I mean whereas normally you'd be like okay let's make the, okay okay let's she, go she'd be here right now right guaranteed right. I'm yeah. positive she would let's find out like, I'm positive don't don't now you got Facebook
0: or right now no, but, I'm not on
1: Facebook I prom, I oh I'm she DM you on Twitter not DM but I'm positive that she's hit me I mean it, it's not possible she hasn't was that
0: your game when you when you would be out on the road is was was Twitter through Twitter. Twitter, Yeah, Twitter was a good
1: one when that came. Facebook at first, Um, you know, and then maybe she didn't. Hey, that's good. But you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, I know. I know. No question. Yeah. But maybe it's good. I mean, maybe it means I've come a long way. She did that. And, you know, if you're listening, honey, I didn't invite it. And uh, I was just like, okay, okay, stop, 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 stop. Like, you know, I have a visceral reaction because I'm so in
0: the groove of this. Right. You don't want to mess it up. I mean, no, no, I don't want to mess it up. But you, but is that the only reason why you wouldn't do something like that is because you're, you know, or do you, or do do your desires
1: change? I'm deeply ambivalent about monogamy now. And my girl knows that. Yeah. Um, I'm committed to it because it's what she wants and I, I'm not ambivalent about her. She's dope, and that's what she wants, and so that's what we're doing right now, and that's what's up. But um, it's all broken. Monogamy's broken. Polyamory's broken. You
0: look at polyamorous, we just go, oh, get out of here, man. Yeah, I... Come on, dude. I, I, I would never try that. I mean, I could I could entertain the idea, but... But you're the perfect candidate. Isn't that funny? Yeah, like but that's... A- but come on, man. Like, I... Right. That can't... You know, it. you can't carry on any seriousness with multiple people. It just seems... Right, what I'm down with—that's
1: what's really fucked up—is it like what I'm down with? What I what I would be able to function in is I have my relationship with my girlfriend, and I have shit on it. Yeah, yeah, that, that I can do. <laughs> that know? I can do. It's like, and in that way, it's almost like the old world European style. Like, well, that made sense. People just you just have, don't say nothing. You just keep your shit yeah. yourself, and but
0: then so, then but you're but living, you, I, then I, you're I living in deceit. No, I don't want to. I I I never want to live in deceit. If she was down with that, if I was with a woman she that was like, you know, do you but, do then, you but think then would I how would I feel about her getting fucked by I a don't, bunch of I I bunch of young fucking twenty one year you know, old strapping sick
1: mahogany dick boy. ass, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? No Eames chair. No, and then no, 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 no. Feet up on an Eames chair she gets tagged <laughs> by Ice Cube, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Doctor oh. Dre and, and
0: just getting, getting, getting teed by and the then, whole fucking gang. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. That would bother you. That would bother me. So like, I have to think twice about it. Then you know what right. I mean? Like, <sighs> that's why cheating is the best system. Except that you I don't want to. That you're lying.
1: Yeah. It, and it ruin It ruin me. It would like sit in. That's me. what I'm saying. This is my point. This is a very pessimistic viewpoint, but it kind of comes down to like, they're all fucked. Every system is fucked. You got monogamy, then you get bored. Right. You got polyamory. I don't know if that if that works, but I don't, it doesn't feel realistic. You got uh, cheating, and then you feel like an asshole, and you're hurting someone, and you could literally hurt someone. Right? You could, you could bring something back. Yeah, you don't want to bring something you got, back. You got open relationship, and then your girl's
0: getting fucked, and you're mm-hmm, bothered by mm-hmm. that. I think I could get through it. You, know. Then you have what I have now, which is just everything. Single everything's light you know you just yeah, you, see, you see a girl for a night you see a girl for a couple nights and it's just never light never experience like partnership
1: but then it's never deeper yeah right so that's the thing is like that I started to realize is like Oh, there's like partnership. And right. I knew that intellectually, but I didn't really know what it was like. But that know? must but feel good. There
0: must be something good it's, about it's that. It's great. Yeah.
1: It's unbeatable. I'm sure it took getting used to, but. It takes getting used to, but it's like when you start to experience the, the, the thing that people have been talking about. Well, that was what I was saying about M. Scott Peck. Is like, uh, he, so what he says, what we talk about when we talk about being in love is really, we're talking about the feeling of falling in love, mm-hmm. which goes away. What love is, is what's left after that. I, that's what love is so okay like the, the, so when that when that chemical stuff blows away and then you find oh I still have this thing with this person that I care deeply about he, the way he describes it this is, is really just loyalty what he describes it as is caring about another person's spiritual well-being above your own okay and and so like you care that they thrive and you care and they do that for you as well right you know it's like you have a bad you you know you go to a you know you go down to a, a MC battle, because I know you do that a lot. You All know? the time. You're out there in the cypher, Yeah, you know, and they're like, who's this goofy-looking dude with a beard? Man, get out of here, Jewish-looking motherfucker. And you're like, but I'm not Jewish. Are you?
0: I'm Jewish, yeah. Oh, okay. Ka- right.
1: Yoni Wolf, what do you I think? mean, I don't know. Did, wait, don't you have some weird... Situation, yeah, we
0: can get into that if you want, yeah, but messianic, messianic. Oh, okay, this motherfucking
1: Jewish ain't even really Jewish, man. Get out of the cipher and they boot you in the butt, and you go home all crying. Then your girl's there, she's there for you, and she's going, You're the dopest MC I know, you got a thick dick, you're way hung way better than all the guys in NWA, right? You know what I mean, and she like. It makes you feel good, and then right. you, you go on the road. You get the flu. You come home. She's taking care of you. It's a whole other. That's appealing. Thing. That's appealing. Yeah, it's nice,
0: and it's appealing to actually take care of another person too. Not only exactly. to be taken care of, but to hundred percent have that reciprocal. No, definitely, and definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's I a just thing. haven't found that. You know, I had I've had two relationships. Uh, one of them felt more real. You know, the second one was kind of like I was out of town so much, and it was weird. The first one was, you know, a real relationship where we, we stayed together most of the time. Right, and that was like a year and a half. And oh, that's you know, long. Yeah, but I was young, you know. I was like twenty three or twenty four. Right. You know, like you're an old wolf now. Yeah, and that,
1: I mean, truly, actually, an old wolf. Yeah. An old a old wolf gets set in his ways. You know, it's like what happens with old wolves. Don't they get Don't they get thrown out of the um, pack? Pack? They, they must be alone. to wander yeah I think they get but that's the other thing as we all know as we all know and you got a little bit more shelf life and I got a little bit more shelf life but we all have a shelf life you're, you know, you're an MC and a musician, yeah. a comedian, so we could probably push it by 10 years. But
0: why do you say, oh, shelf life for what? Be- MC, se- being be sexually old, attractive? Be old or and being gross. Old? Yeah, you'd be yeah. an old
1: nerd. Yeah. you probably, you can make it, you can make it a long time, but still it's going to happen. Uh, the hair's going to thin, you know, like. The Your thin- hair's not going to thin. It will, though. It I mean, will, though. Eventually you'll be unattractive. And then you'll be like, so that's the thing they go, well, then what? But then
0: it's like, what I I don't know. It's not all about that. That's the thing is like, I I feel like the more, the more that, that I, and I I don't, I don't think I'm like ugly, but like the more I go about interactions with females and stuff like that, the more I realize it's not really as a man about how you look. It's just really about your, your charisma and your. That's for sure true. And the way you interact. But eventually you're going to be gross and being a being a you know being be a gross. good listener you know p- women like a good listener is you that right I mean? they really do you've yeah. never experienced that you've never <laughs> no they they, they they really do man they they uh, yes I think yeah
1: you're a good listener I am yeah yeah well, yeah. yeah well you're getting your di- we're well, not getting your dicks so <laughs> up <laughs> I don't know about even then I'm listening to the uh,
0: sound <laughs>
1: Um. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you guys are Messianic, Jews Are we changing the subject? Yeah. Sure. Sure. We going go to that. To we can go I mean, to that. I don't know. You probably, probably going to heavily edit that last section. Nah, I, not really. Right. Not you really. Know. You think on the account of what my privacy for myself? I mean, that's a legitimate concern. I don't have anything because, to worry about. Because anymore. that
0: could really ruin any that kind is of the other thing. Any, any, any kind, kind of plastic. heat that I have with, with women.
1: Whatever. What do you? I used to do this thing every couple of years. I would call it the cull. You know what what a call is to call, yeah, yeah. Like when you have a bunch of sick cows and you yeah. slaughter them. I would do that with my love life every couple of years. Just cut off all the ones I'd just that are be not like, working. slowly like, nah.
0: Just like, pare it down to nothing. See, I don't even have that. And like things just, kinda, things just kind of things just kind of come in and roll away. It's very fluid with me. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, it was like yeah. I meet someone, talk to them, do that, see what you know. And it kind of ebbs the ebb and flow of but it. But the and part that I'm tripping on is the, is the no vaginal sex part. That's very interesting. It, go, it, it goes very deep with me. It goes... It's, Is it, it religious guilt? It probably goes back to that. Like, I, I actually feel like... I I felt like the other day I was thinking about it. I was really, like, sort of meditating on it in a way when I was, like, trying to fall asleep. And I was thinking about how it does really relate to, to, to guilt. Must. Yeah. It can't be a coincidence. And feeling either. like that's, like... Yeah, that, that like, every time I... I yeah definitely without a doubt right is that and 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 feeling like if i if i don't do that then it's like i keep it on a, a level that's at least which, which makes sense, right? That's the level of, like, you have a baby and you could, you know, whatever. Like, right. you can't have a baby in someone's mouth. <laughs> like, that is true. I, you well, know. you know what? And, and, and let's not,
1: if you're a messianic, too, I mean, miracles have happened. It's true, it's true. But let's not propagate this idea that,
0: that I just am getting my dick sucked every... There it's is not no, about that. There it's is no less, man. I mean, this is you. <laughs> this is your world. But, you, but you're saying this. This is not the way that, that I go about things. I mean I like to get my dick sucked like the next guy you know what I mean actually not, not that not really you like really. to get your dick sucked by the next guy by the guy. next guy that's what I heard dude. I find that it's not it doesn't that I find I, I end up using my hand a lot oh I when okay. I'm with women I used to have this great trick what is this that this is
1: an actual trick yeah but I would when I would bring a girl home like from a club like to the girl tonight let's say she grabbed my dick I to come back to my hotel room Come back and we make out, and then she'd be like, Let's fuck. And she'd be like, I don't want to. I'm going to go. I go, Are you sure? She'd be like, Yeah, yeah I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I will go, Please, no, let's hang out. And she'd be like, No, I'm going to go. I would go, All right. I'm going to jerk off. You just watch. She never left. 100% of the time, they right, would be like, right. Oh, okay, I'll stay. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll stick around because like some novelty. Right, right. Never failed. So they'd be like, Yeah. Well. And you you would jerk off onto them, or. it would eventually. Yeah, like well, you know, start dabbling. Yeah, but it was interesting. And then you end up having sex most of the time. No, 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 not sex. But they would always get involved. What I thought, what I started to realize of why what it was about was that a lot of times the reason that a girl is leaving is because of this idea of I don't want to be uh, some kind of whatever idea happy Go- or whatever. Oh, like, was, like yeah, a, yeah. A, a woman who you know, women should leave and shouldn't. And so, if I said, "Well, here's something," okay, yeah, I'll do my thing, and you don't, right, be, right. So she didn't feel culpable for
0: for or for whatever. A, I mean, yeah, or she this didn't feel come like, off as ignorant. <laughs> I don't want it to. No, I, I I I know what you're saying, and yeah. I yeah. Because
1: so what I'm really talking about is sex positivity and slut shaming, informing the behavior of people. So, so when you would say, "Look, I give you," you're obviously you can leave if you want, but like I'm giving you this avenue of of a sexual experience where you don't even have to do anything. Right. Then they'd always be like, oh, that sounds very curious. I'm interested. Right. because yeah, I think most dudes aren't comfortable enough with their... That's the other thing, Yoni, is, like, I think you probably don't realize, or maybe you do, most of the dudes out there are so sexual are as sexually um, repressed as the women. Uh-huh. They would never be like, oh, well, I'm just going to jerk off. They'd be but like, oh, I, I just do it, it. I just do it as, like, a for me, like... <clears throat> I don't know. I just what I, level of comfort are you at with this podcast right now?
0: I'm fine. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I, I talk about stuff. I mean, you I do. Not, I, this is maybe more more sexual stuff than I've talked the about. Most graphic. The most, graphic the most graphic. This oh, is like the, the most graphic. This is definitely the wandering wolf yet. Yeah, this is definitely the most graphic. Yeah. But but I'm pretty personal on it. Okay, and I'll, I'll probably keep this stuff in. I don't know. I'll see I how I feel when do. I listen back. Whatever you like. But I, I think when I if I'm using my hand, it, it's more just like. I don't know to, just to enhance the pleasure while, while in a situation not not like to coax a, uh, not to coax a si- not like that to like I'm coax, coax, coax a girl exactly back into situation. a situation but um, I don't know I just I'm like I yes I feel like I'm so numb in my penis uh-huh. honestly because of that circumcision it might be because of the circumcision it I don't might know be. but I didn't used to be that
1: way why do you have a hard time coming during sex yeah I do too yeah maybe it is a circumcision maybe but it also has to do with probably being alone or what jerking off so much like you know you know who I didn't have a hard time coming during sex with though your current girlfriend maybe this big girl (laughs) so if you if I could somehow fully transactionalize sex this is when I started to get concerned if I could fully transactionalize sex then I
0: there'd be no block so it really was about my brain now wait a second so if it felt like there was no ties to anything like zero then then then, it w- it was then e- you could come pretty, it was pretty easy yeah I, I need to see I need to find my thing that makes me like really turned on and I don't feel, I feel like I haven't found that yet uh-huh. because I'm 34 years old probably not gonna happen I've been with lots of women how many I, don't, I have no idea <laughs> But I haven't found, like, the, you know, like, the, uh, thing, you know, like, I, I was yeah. talking to this girl at one point, and she started, like, I'm like, what are you about? And she's like, oh, I'm into, like, you know, BDSM, and i like, you know, some, like, acronym yeah, sure. or something that. Scuba. Know, yeah, I'm like. sitting scuba, self-contained underwater scuba scuba breeding. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, like, oh, okay, like, what is that? And she explained it, and I'm like, maybe I need that. Maybe uh-huh. that's what I need, like fucking tied up and whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know. I never tried anything like Did that. Did you try it? No, I never tried anything like that. You should have tried it. She lived elsewhere. Elsewhere? <laughs> she was from someplace else. <laughs> she lived elsewhere. <laughs> so it, d- it didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I realized how ridiculous elsewhere. So. No, I liked it. It was pretty, it's <laughs> fly. Um,
1: there was something, I was, oh, I once... It was one girl in my life. We tried um, pee, things. Yeah, I would do that. I tried it. I think we both had the exact same reaction. we were both like, okay. Like I like peed on her. You like peed in, on her. And like, it was intense. <laughs> and uh, on her
0: face, in her uh, mouth. No,
1: no, no. Yes. And <laughs> I think we both had the same reaction uh, afterwards. We were like, okay, okay, that was really intense. Yeah. I'm uh, glad I tried it. I do not think that that is that's what I'm not, into. It is yeah. like it was like a thing to go like, well, let's see what, and it was like it was
0: v- very intense. Yeah. Did you did you have trouble uh, making your pee happen? Yeah, a little bit, but yeah. that wasn't the
1: eventually get going. Yeah, and it was really intense and degrading and in a good
0: way, but in a like. Okay, so that's you, too you, much. You 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 had, you enjoy degrading. Women sexually in and just like look anything goes in the bedroom. Right. I, I think
1: you want what you want
0: is a lady in the streets and a freak
1: in the sheets. But no, but you're right. Yeah, if if it's consensual and she's enjoying it and you're enjoying it,
0: there shouldn't be any rules as you, long as everybody's enjoying it. You do the the all the choking stuff and all that shit. So many so many girls tend to be into that. You know, I'll do it if it's if it's uh, something that. Wonder I wonder why that's so prevalent. But, but I, I, it starts to weird me out after a while. I
1: have to say. Is it prevalent because of a patriarchal sex society where women are informed to be sexual through this? The, 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 I mean, why do I, don't, I, don't
0: I? I think it has to do with. I think it might have to do with past abuse. Always? It's I don't awesome. think I don't know it's about Yeah, yeah.
1: I had a girl one time. You might have heard this story already. I went on a date with this girl, and she was like. Um, we were going out, and she's like, somehow her dad came up. She's like, Yeah, my dad died when I was 12. And I was like, <gasps> And she's like, I wish he died when I was eight, the piece of shit. Wow. I was like, Whoa. And then later that night, we were fucking, and she was, I swear to God, she was like, Oh, daddy, it <laughs> I was like, You want to hide your psychological trauma like one layer yeah, beneath well, your subconscious? Because yeah. this is. This is too obvious. What's yeah, happening? here. Yeah. I eventually said, "Where I go, gotta cut it out." With the I'm so
0: my, you, can, you can't do the baby voice that yeah, on that level. Yeah, after what you told yeah, me. that's I I you know you also you talk about you, you, the intelligence factor in bed or like the like I think too much in bed, mm-hmm. so there's all like any little thing will send my mind elsewhere uh huh elsewhere it takes nothing it yeah, takes baby, nothing elsewhere <laughs> baby I can't stay I'm <laughs> elsewhere right now
1: mahogany it takes I'm nothing I'm at the Eames house in Los Angeles because before I got really into getting my dick sucked well, I was in architectural design <laughs> straight lines of the bow house
0: <laughs> uh yeah man so yeah that's that's it but, but let, okay messianic Judaism okay what do you have to say about it? What's your What's your experience with it? I'm Curious. My experience with it, or your or your your, no your knowledge. Ex- I have no experience
1: it. with it. I have some preconceived notions about right. it. I had a friend growing up who was whose family was into it. There was a guy who yelled about it on uh, UC Berkeley campus. Yeah, Yeshua guy. Okay. Um, he was a, he was like a Jew for Jesus guy. I don't know or messianic he must have been, word. but he was also a crazy person. Yeah, but sure. Honestly, here is my feeling yeah. about messianic Judaism. Sure. I don't want. I don't want to offend you.
0: You're not going to offend me. I, I I know pretty much where you're going to be coming. Well, first of all, you know I'm not religious anymore. Religious, but uh, you know I did grow up that way. My dad is the the messianic rabbi, etc. So, etc.
1: Et et he's a rabbi. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, okay. So my feelings about messianic Judaism is, and this is, I have pretty strong feelings about it. I feel like it's 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 poison. Okay. It's religious poison. Okay. That is constructed from the Christian evangelical right. Yes. And that has somehow, now that said, okay, let me finish my thought. They have somehow infiltrated Judaism because historically Jews have been incredibly difficult to convert and have not only been incredibly difficult for Christians to convert, but a great prize for Christians to convert. If you can convert Jews, quote unquote, uh, God's quote unquote chosen people, that's, you know, it's a big fucking feather in your cap. Everybody tried. Nobody could do it. Martin Luther, you know, thought when he started Protestantism, it would be the reason, the reason the Jews didn't join Christianity is because of Catholicism. But when, you know.
0: But he was, I mean, he was a straight anti-Semite, right? He
1: started, his his first thing was, I'm going to open up Protestantism, all the Jews will join. When the Jews were like, go fuck yourself, you too. Then he was like, then he, that's when the okay okay um that lutheran anti-semitism began got it so they were, you know all years of christianity is like obsessed has been obsessed with converting the jews with almost no sure, success sure. over the years and then all of a sudden somebody had a thought you know the christian right the evangelical movement if we infiltrate judaism itself and try to make it seem like not that it's been very successful, Messianic Judaism. No, it's pretty fringe. Pretty fringe. But yeah. but what it is, is, you know, I think missionarying is poison. I think the missionary bent of religion is the worst part of religion. Is coming into another culture yeah. and saying, do this instead. And so this is an even more insidious, it feels like an even
0: more insidious version I, and, of that. and I, I assume that you, that you would have that sort of opinion, especially for, you know your dad's side, you know, things and being in that world and and I, I was always aware of how, you know, uh, the orthodoxy in general thought about messianics and they would be, there was like a conference we went to every year and there mm-hmm. would always be like a, like a line of orthodox folks like, you know, oh, fuck you, fuck picketing, you. yeah, whatever. And, um, so, you know,
1: I, I, I'm a, I think the one thing we have going for us, yeah. Jews, the one yeah. thing about Judaism that is, Really, pretty awesome is that we really aren't about making the world follow our religion. I, I prefer that as well. That's of the course. one yeah. cool. Yeah. That's the one blip of uniqueness in religion that Judaism has and most right.
0: other religions don't. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, that's true. Hinduism, I, mean, I guess, kind of doesn't. Yeah, I mean, at least at least Christianity and and, and, and Islam, which are both out of the same right. stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, but I I feel like the thing the the, the thing that I would I would in a different opinion about is I don't see it as I mean it is heavily related to evangelical Christianity, but I don't see it as as, as a I mean I guess it's like did did the government put Crack in black communities, or right. you know, I, 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 I don't know. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that seems like a conspiracy theory to me. You might be
1: right. B- I, I, but it, down with trying to be black I am. I believe in conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I definitely, I, I, think it's, it's, it's something that that Jews that fell into evangelical Christianity. Or, or you know the, the the Jesus movement in the 60s or whatever mm-hmm. started as there opposed there was backing for Jews for Jesus I mean there, there, well Jews for Jesus is a different organization or whatever isn't you it the first to, or am I wrong about that I, I really don't know I don't know all either the history, but, but Jews for Jesus is more I think could have could be backed by the evangelicals. Right. now I know more about Messianic Judaism I grew up in it right. these are Jewish people that that right. fell into this and they started this thing yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. there's a lot of non-Jews that come and right. like to be a part of it because you it's know, more old school and legit It's so you know who's good. down with Judaism who are they, Christians who's it Mexicans Me- yeah I've seen that. there's that like in the right? mission you know there's that church yeah, that, I was like wondering what that was that yeah yeah
1: letters. they're down with the Old Testament
0: yeah yeah, right. see, that's that's what it is. It's like they're trying to, like, be close to, like, okay, how how did the first century Jews, said right. the ones that accepted Jesus as Messiah, you know, right. how did they live? That's what I was going to say. That said,
1: there's always been Messianic Jews. Right, exactly. The Christianity was Messianic Jews, and then exactly. it became Christianity. Then, it
0: got, then the fucking Romans took it. So, right. like, they, they're trying to go back, or at least that's the rhetoric, you know, like, to, mm-hmm. to, to pre-Roman So does a Messianic shit. Jew, is, are they supposed to go... Spread the good news. They do, yeah. They to do. Jews or to everybody. I would say they focus on Jews. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like they prefer like if if Jews.
1: It's weird for me. Even once. it's like on the other hand, I, you know. Okay, I'm, this is even more. But
0: they're not out. I want to say they're out. Like. Passing out. Well, some of them are. Some, some of them Yeshua definitely was. Sure. That dude sure. Was. So I'll say th-
1: this is. I, there. There must be some kind of prejudice that I have too, because I mean, there is. Because like, if I was, if I met a girl, and she was Jewish by blood or whatever, and she told me, but I don't really do that. I'm a. I, I do Buddhism. I would be like, okay, right. But if she's like, I don't really do that. I'm like, I like, Jesus, I my immediate, my, it's just right, like, and we're, that's that's we're most Jews, that's that most done. Jews. Yeah,
0: you get and my like my extended family, like you know, I mean, my parents are like cut off basically. I mean, not not cut off, they still have a relationship, but it's not the same, you know. Like, right. uh, my, well, it's an ultimate betrayal because of history, I because mean, of history, yeah. because of Christian anti-Semitism. Yeah, but it's not about it's not because of you know the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not It's not about Jesus. That's, you know, it's, well, it it's about post-Jesus, you know? It is
1: both. You're right. Also, Jesus was a traitor in the eyes of... And I mean this in a historical perspective. It's like, here's this Jewish guy. Because, by the way, real... I'm sorry, not real, but, like, traditional Judaism is rife with Jesus figures. You know that? Yeah. Like, there's been fake... I mean, not not that Jesus was fake, but, like, there's been, like... So people that proclaim themselves right, the Messiah right. again and again and again and again right. over history. Do you know about Shabbtai Zvi? You familiar with him? Uh huh. This is a pretty interesting story. But this is in like I don't know when the 13th or 15th century. This guy Shabbtai Zvi, all of a sudden, you know, he declared himself the Messiah, and somehow, even in the in the wake of history with Jesus having done all this stuff, they still people were like, they started to believe it. I, I mean, it swept through. This is like. You know medieval times. But well, he, what was his bent? Was he? Was he? Was he? He was a Eastern dude. I mean, was 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 he militaristic? Was I don't he, remember what he was all about, but he was like, "I am the Messiah," and it started to sweep through Judaism like a like a a, a fever. It, okay, and and he was a, a, a like a Arab Jew or something like that. But all the way back in Europe, the Hasidic guys were like starting to sign on. Like, yeah, this it, this is real. People were like. We're going to move to Israel. We're going to, he's coming, he's coming. And then the Muslims, the Ottomans or whoever was in charge, you know, he was becoming a problem. They swooped him up. Sound familiar? They swooped him up and they were like, convert to Islam or we're going to kill you. And aye, he aye. like, he's like, "I cool. I'm Muslim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Bismillah>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's like great heartbreak. Right. Right. And also, also, you know, they were made
0: a fool of, you know. Right, all of Judaism. But right, we believe right. It's like Anybody that that bought it's into humiliating. it, humiliating. Yeah. You know, well, again, no, Jesus at least took it all the way, man. Yeah, he, he took did. it to the fucking yep. to the end. His yep, totally. didn't, didn't break. He didn't break character. Right, right. Did not break character. I mean, G- so that goes. To, that goes to show that he well, he at least himself believed that.
1: Well, that's what's so complicated about Christianity as a Jew that really does have a. I'm not that religious at all, but I do have this very strong feeling about Christianity and Jewish identity. And Jesus, if you take him at face value, was definitely doing some shit that I supported. Great like, dude coming in, but that's even cliche to say. But you know, but even more on a Jew level, yeah. for a dude to come in and say, "Hey, let's get back to spirituality. This is a corrupt system. This doesn't feel like there's God here. Yeah. Let's do, you know, all that." I mean, I that's like it's basically. But he also he, reformed the whole thing. Like well, he, took, he basically created
0: reform Judaism. Exactly, exactly. Because right. he took he took something that was very fucking hard lines had had like you know and and brought it to modernism you know what i mean and and, and sure. made it something that that was that, that today we can actually be like okay yeah because if we were to be, if we were to be into like the Old Testament Judaism which we think we are which we're not really no one likes the Old right Testament. no I mean, it's, it's fucking Street, awful it's fucking terrible it's, it's terrible t- you know like oh God said go smoke these motherfuckers uh, yeah well, we went and smelt these motherfuckers like, yeah man, oh, no, they, they, yeah she has slept with him yeah so we killed him all the
1: Old Testament is pretty yeah I mean and
0: Laurie Kilmer Martin this has got this funny joke how God
1: in the Old Testament just seems like a drunk dude.
0: Right, like he's like, "Hey, go kill your son,"
1: <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, go kill him." He's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Ah, I was just fucking with you." <laughs> it's like, wow, yeah. god?" Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, the New Testament is a lot more relatable, and the yeah, later exactly. the later I mean, books of of the Old Testament, when it comes to the prophets,
0: you start to be like, "Oh, I can kind of get spiritual lessons out of this," but um I mean, the way I see it, it's really just like. The whole thing, in terms of the time and the eras that it was that it was written in, it's just about um you know they, they very much relate to the to the times like if you go back to the to the earliest books, like it really is it has a pretty like you know ar- ar- archaic view of of life and how we're supposed to live right. our lives and and you know I think that the the Jesus thing. Was very much a transition into if come around like major civilization. Totally, you can't live like that other way. And you know, I studied this. I, I took this class in uh, when I was studying
1: abroad in Israel. I took this class on basically this. Guy, it was about Judaism and Messianism. It wasn't about Jesus. It was about the different yeah, Messiah, sure. the Messiah complex in Judaism in general. And he basically his big thing was that pretty much all of modern Judaism is informed by its self-conscious relationship with G- with Christianity. So here's this religion that started off as a co-religion that broke off and became this other thing that then dominated the society that Judaism mm-hmm. lived in. And so everything about modern Judaism is really a response to Christianity. Interesting. Because it's been living in the shadow of its like mm-hmm. weird, bastardized cousin. Mm-hmm. Forever, and killed by them. And child, I mean... Yeah, we, yeah. You know child that took over, sort of, right. you know. um, So, yeah, I mean, it's comp—it's complicated. I mean, and the other thing is, is like, if you ask me, none of it really matters, actually. Right, sure. I mean, it's just somebody's religion,
0: and I'm not that religious, I don't care what but, religion... But, no, and then on a personal level, it doesn't matter, but, but if you start to go back into, you know, or even today... it's pretty, you know, it permeates all of culture, really. Like, I mean, less and less, maybe. Yeah, maybe less and less. You know? I mean, the thing... Is your
1: dad um, pro, pro, like, gay marriage? No.
0: Abortion? No. Is he obsessed with abortion? No. No. No, I wouldn't say, but but he he watches Fox News, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. You
1: know what Chabad is? Yeah. It's like a, for the listeners, it's like a, You know, the most mainstream version of Hasidic Judaism. And Jews really don't seem like they're that concerned with abortion. It's not really a big Jewish thing. And this woman came to this Chabad rabbi's house for Shabbat dinner. And uh, (sighs) she kept trying to bring up abortion. And she was like, really, anti-abortion. And she was really just Jew. But the rabbi was so uncomfortable, he just, he just kept being like. And there are millions of babies that are dying every day in these abortion mills. And the rabbi goes, ooh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> and he's trying to change the stuff. Oh, oh man. It's like, so weird and dismissive. That same dude, and yeah. you know, we want to get into the problems with Judaism, same rabbi. Yeah. He just didn't know how to be compassionate and, and or something. I had this friend who, whose dad was Jewish. Yeah. Mom wasn't and he was we didn't really know that and he was expressing us that he was curious about getting involved in Judaism and uh, we were like oh okay he's like I'd love to come to the temple with you and your brother sometimes." was like okay so we made the mistake this was our bad but we didn't really know what was how would we have known anyway we brought him to this Chabad place because that's where we were going that night for some reason and he walks up to this dude and he goes are you Jewish? and the guy's like yeah he goes is your mother Jewish? Uh, no my father and he goes puts his hand out and goes 100% Gentile <laughs> like that this is his way of like fuck you it's just like yeah, you, you, yeah. you're a religious right. leader right. no one ever taught you how to deal with this right in a way that's better than 100% right. Gentile right you're like oh it's a little complicated you know within we don't really believe that Judaism I mean 100% right. Gentile to just like get out of my
0: face was what he was trying to say. Yes, do what an asshole. So
1: Judaism is uh, far from
0: perfect. Yeah, but I I, I I do appreciate the more liberal branches. Like you know some of my other extended families. Yeah. are, you know and it seems like a good a good a good way to go. That's well, why I brought you here today, man. I want you to convert me. Give the you good news him. about not Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. convert me to well look I think we got that. we got a good amount we certainly of got a
1: podcast let's, out of it. Let's,
0: let's close up shop man I, All I right. was, I've been sitting here with Moshe Kesher in the Con- Millennium Falcon Hotel what is it Madison this? Concourse Hotel Madison Concourse Hotel Madison Wisconsin
1: 3 in the morning post show yeah they came and saw me why came and saw me and it was good. It was great. And I was fun. I hope to see you guys again soon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thanks, dude. Signing off. What's up now? What's up now? Come over and fucking play Halo and sing Hallelujah tunes and eat fucking holla. What a what a great guy. Just a just naturally funny. This is the kind of guy that he must have known when he was a kid that it, he was inching towards being a comedian. I don't think he did, but it, it all makes sense. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can donate to me, please do, on PayPal through that address, Podcast at gmail.com. You can also email that address for any comments, suggestions, um, anything you want to say to me. Okay? And I try to get back to people usually at Yoni Wolf on Twitter on Facial Frenzy at Yoni Wolf on LiveShavedElk.org Hit me up. Take me out. I'm a mensch. I swear I'm a mensch. I'm glad to be back in Cincinnati for a little while. I do head back out on the road in a couple of weeks uh, with Y. We're going to do some shows in the Midwest. We do a little run out towards Kansas City from Cincinnati. So if you're in any city between there, look yourself up. Omaha, fucking St. Louis maybe. I don't even know where we're playing. Indianapolis. Look it up. Look it up. All right, everyone, have a good week. Keep your wits about you. And uh, and uh, most important of all, keep wondering. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Or something like that.